Welcome to the 3B3 Podcast, a weekly look at the world of hockey with your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. All right. So should we uh, the question cover the, the question week? first? <laughs> I think it's appropriate given what, what's happened in the last week. Oh, my God. All right. So my question was, what is the worst absolute minimum effort thing that you've seen the NHL or one of its teams do that they thought they did a wonderful, fantastic job at and wanted a pat on the back? (laughs) My answer changed in the last 72 hours. (laughs) I'm sure it did. I'm waiting for the statement from the Flames Sports and Entertainment Group to explain why they aren't contributing to the employment insurance of, and they'll come up with some reason. So my vote right now is the Flames, and their response to the the postponement, suspension, pausing hiatus of the season, and what they're doing with the who are I found out in some cases employees of the arena which they co-own. That's my vote. All these teams doing two things, jack and shit. Oh, you know, that that's like Boston, I think the players or something started a GoFundMe. And I'm like, really? A GoFundMe? Really? <laughs> you know, you've got other owners of teams where they don't actually own the arena and have no agreement with concessions going, well, we'll cover 75% of their salary for a month. <laughs> and Boston's like, oh, well, we started to go fund me for them. <laughs> Which, granted, is better than nothing, but still. For the record, my previous answer was going to be the Dallas Stars and anything that had to do with hockey is for everyone or pride. Mm. They, they do absolutely nothing and think it's a great job. I haven't reread Sean McIndoe's history of the NHL book, but I'm sure he has, oh, a dozen examples of this in there. Um, I was just going to say anytime a CBA was signed. Or- we didn't have a lockout, everybody. Hooray. <laughs> I mean, as I say this, the NFL just their players association is signing a new agreement and has pretty much created, I, I, I don't know, labor piece again for a league where I think they had a one day training camp holdout last time their CBA was up. And that was the extent of it. Um, pretty much anything that deals with a lawyer. Yeah. They just want to pat themselves on the back. NFL is really funky, though, because their contract statuses are so, you know, they're not guaranteed. Right. So they can't, I mean, a lot of those guys can't afford to be out mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. Cut at a moment's notice. Yeah. I mean, in, injuries and cuts and that whole nine yards, and they're, you know, they're trying to find some work somewhere. NFL has always been interesting to me because of that aspect. I've never liked the fact that they pay these guys ridiculous amounts of money and aren't beholden to actually honor that contract should anything happen. Yeah. Right? It's very, you know, like, very peculiar. It's, it's just a different way of thinking. And so they're get what you can get while you can get it, get as much up front. 
Yeah. And I, I can't blame even if they were to hold out, but yet somehow they know there is enough money in the system to take what probably amounts to a good enough deal where in a situation like this, like let's say this were happening, you know, the, the virus was striking in the middle of July on the eve of their training camps or something, or in the middle of their season. These guys are still probably getting paid one way or another. Well, I mean, they could like, of all the sports, the NFL could run, you know, games without fans and still make money. I don't think anyone else can. Yeah, I don't their know. TV deal is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, because they have an a mass, they have a massive TV deal. So, um, and that's that's why it's like they can just like broadcast all their games without fans in the stands, and they would still make money. So back to a league that can't do that. Who? <laughs> 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 Let's see. Um, basketball, baseball, ML. No. Oh, 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 crap. We're talking about hockey. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one league has decided they can't do that. ECHL has uh, canceled the season. Yeah, unfortunately, I it is no way. There was no way for them to come back after postponement. Right. Just because none of those teams are in positions where they own and and or operate the facilities that they play out of, there's no way there'd be enough dates to make any semblance of a schedule work. Yep. And it, it makes me wonder, so there's, I think there's a gap between the ECHL and the AHL. But the clock is probably ticking on the AHL doing anything. I don't see how they can make how they would be in a position past June to play games. Yeah, it's, you know, those lower leagues, it's just so hard because they're running on razor thin margins to begin with. And, you know, teams that aren't super funded by a top level NHL team may not survive unfortunately you know well and this might turn into because it's trending this way anyway nhl teams buying their ahl teams funding their own and all of that instead of having uh, affiliation agreements between ahl and nhl just fielding their own ahl team and having arena agreements and that's that like the the Chicago Wolves, Hershey Bears of the past are slowly becoming a, a dying breed where yeah. hungry owners of these teams that that the affiliations change God knows how many times and they're hungry to win, which doesn't fall in line with what the NHL team would want. Necessary. Mm. Get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna quote this movie all day long, we can. Do I know. It. <laughs> <laughs> they put you in here for life, and that's exactly what they take away from you. <laughs> um, it's just, <laughs> yes, unfortunately, it popped up on my suggestions on Netflix the other night, and of course, since there was no hockey, I was like, okay, what the hell? 
No, hockey. Yeah, I did try and watch a game last night from this season because my options are rather limited with the NHL.TV package. I have games from now to 2014, and that's about it. And there's only so many... Oh, this would be really fun to go back and watch. Yeah, and it's apparent that um, Sportsnet Channel is showing a, or it's showing a Oilers Penguins game from 1986. Which, come on. Yeah. Well, once upon a time, the NHL had a lovely little product that was bundled with their what was then called Game Center, which was called NHL Vault which slowly disappeared and went away shortly after the Sportsnet deal. <sighs> I wonder if they'll bring that back if I mean, things become unsustainable. As, <laughs> as part of future television rights deals or broadcasting rights deals, they sure, it would be within the league's best interest to protect those rights so that they can show these games on their own platforms. Because it, in my opinion, as someone with a little bit extra disposable income, I would spend money on it. A Especially. lot of people would at this point. I mean, you know, theoretically, the NHL should be coming back. But reality is they probably aren't. So, you know, in the meantime, there would be a, a lot of people who'd be willing to pay money to watch, you know, historical games. Well, that's what kills me is it used to be um, the NHL network, whatever, the NHL network would show classic games during the offseason. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sitting here on my NHL TV app, and there is, there are, is, there is being, there are 15 <laughs> quote-unquote classic games available. And apparently only five of them are actual full games. Actually, no, that's not true. There are quite a few that are apparently... I mean, they're edited down for some stuff, but Gretzky's five and five goal for his 15-39, a 75 or 77 cup final game, 76 cup final game, 75 cup final game. Uh, but I had a... Um, uh, somebody I follow on Twitter was begging for 05-06 Sabres games. Because he's a Sabres fan and he wants to relive the glory days. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, so, I mean, I know MSG and uh, Sportsnet Chicago, Comcast Chicago, would show classic um, Rangers and Blackhawks games occasionally. I think Detroit would do it every once in a while, too. Um... But, uh, uh, you know, yes, NHL TV, please, as Pat said, this is a long and circuitous way for me to say, yes, give me the vault, damn it. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing I was kind of looking for on various legal and not so legal platforms was finding the 2010 gold medal game right now, which is not an NHL property, I know, but there's nowhere to find these things. And I'm currently looked at the next week's worth of scheduled NHL network programming. Zero. 
zero games of any kind will be replayed. So they're going to just rehash the whole um, players need to be, you know, self-quarantined and we'll wait for another week before locker rooms open up for them to start training again together. And that's it. <laughs> I mean, there's... I mean, that's, that's what their spiel is going to be every, every 10 minutes, like for the next like two weeks. <laughs> I mean, talk about like not, I mean, I understand this is an unusual situation and that means that they have to scramble around for programming options and blah, 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 but it's right there. You know, it's just, you can just replay a bunch of games classic even games. from this season or classic games or like historic games or whatever indefinitely. You know, I mean, it's just, it's right there. And they're all like, oh, well, we're just going to talk about what's going on right now, which is nothing. <laughs> Instead of hearkening back and telling people, well, about the glory days of, I know there's not a lot of full game. Um, Instead options. of hiring Jen. <laughs> well, I, I, I no, <laughs> I know there aren't a lot of full game options of like Henri Richard you know, until later in his career or Maurice Richard or any of those guys, but come on, you've got highlight packs. Hell, they used to do a show. And I think Brian Duff was the, was the voiceover guy where they would go through the storied careers of some of these guys. And I'm sitting here looking right now. Hey, here's the full game of Mario Lemieux scoring five in five different ways. Here's the full game of the 1993 conference final game seven between the Leafs and the Kings. Come on. These are classic games. You can pull classic games out of your archives. You are the NHL. You own them and broadcast them. Well, that's the same thing with, with hockey movies, right? I mean, there's, there's usually a licensing agreement because the NHL is referenced in hockey movies. And so, uh, yeah, yeah, in a but lot I, of them. And I, I, I don't think anybody wants to see the love guru. Let's just stop there. No. Okay? No. No. But, I mean, they could still replay also hockey movies. Well, it's no fun watching Youngblood on, when it's edited. Yeah, well. How do you edit that movie? <laughs> this is why it's not I, on TV very often. Yeah. So looking at the various other networks, uh, MLB, go figure, their their schedule looks to be very much the same as the NHL's, although I'm sure that'll change because they probably have better rights. NFL does a lot of history stuff, although they have actual news and things that could be happening right now. With uh, Yeah, they're in the off free, season. Free agency is happening. NBA, things, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of... A lot of game replays. Yeah. Including what they call a pop-up version, where I, I, I think they condense the game down in like an hour, hour and a half. I think they do like pop-up video. Yep. As well. That, and they, that's, they throw stats that's and bubbles over. Yeah. That would be fun, and that'd be something that'd be very easy to produce in a summertime or in a downtime, like right now. Well, I know they've got some because they used to do the vintage or classic games on the NHL network where they would do that kind of stuff. 
So they already have it. They've got some in the hopper. Yes, as of today. And oh my God, I forgot how short the glass was back in these days. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome seeing the linesman grab the top of the glass and pull themselves up to get out of the way. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Oh, classic. Oh, no, it's low-hanging fruit. It's, it's the obvious thing to do, and yet they're not doing it. And I know, I mean, I suspect that probably the the case it's a case of we only want to do that if they're not playing again for the rest of the season but uh, why <laughs> to me why that's that? bs i mean even they're like i said you know for crying out loud sportsnet west is showing a classic oilers penguins game what the hell you know uh, you don't need to you still need eyes on your network this is how you do it if not people are going to start watching Freaking! They're gonna they're gonna re binge watch Game of Thrones or something. Right. I mean, it's like what is on NHL's the NHL's um, front page right now. Oh. I, I mean, uh, how do you get people to I'm their gonna, front page? I'm, I'm gonna guess it's a picture of the commissioner. My I'm internet's lying. really goofy, so it's gonna take a while. I'm lying. Yep, it I, is. I'm, I'm staring. Right it now. is. <laughs> Let me see. FAQs about the NHL pause for uh, coronavirus. NHL uh, aims to resume after coronavirus pause. COVID-19 in a headline, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Every time anybody says et cetera, et cetera, you have to do the Yule Brenner. Of course, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and, you know, if you look at the schedule, every single game to the end of the season is postponed. And that's all they got. And it's like, um, you know, you could be doing more with this, right? (laughs) It'd almost be helpful to remove the schedule. Yes. Perhaps. I don't know. But see, that would be giving up. (laughs) That would be that would be defeat. That'd be defeatist. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of get the feeling that they all just have this, well, we, we just want to stick with what's going on as it is. Keep the status quo until we know. And it's like, and as Patrick said, as you're doing that, we're all turning away from hockey and looking for other things to like occupy our time. Way to go, guys. Yeah, way to, way to make sure that I don't have an option to continue to do anything involved with the sport that I have chosen to dedicate a good portion of my life to and force me to go out and do other things. You know what happens when you let people out? They, they don't discover- come back. Exactly. We have, a, we have a joke at where I work that it's, it's probably applicable to most everywhere, but it's where, you know, it's the hardest place to leave and the easiest place never to come back to. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I mean, you know, if the if all the sports that are currently in season right now are not doing sport sports like things, we're all going to be looking around going, wait, sports are starting again. When did that happen? <laughs> when they finally get around to starting. <laughs> right. It, it's it's like that Simpsons episode where they where they turned off um, itchy and scratchy and the kids all went outside and started playing and it all was tranquil and peaceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Nobody's going to come back to it. Yep. 
because it's not like there aren't going to be a dozen other options when NHL is able to come back, if at all, this spring. Well, it's also going to be the rush to come back, right? So whichever sport comes back first, everyone else is going to want to pile on that because, well, they'll be the first one to get eyes on them and we need to be the second. So they're going to have that stupid, we're first crap going on. Oh, thinking right. that's going to help and it's like mm, no Mm-mm. or you could or you could just be the ufc and you know continue to ignore everything um i don't think uh, i don't know i don't uh what the hell is i gonna say i think nba and hockey are tied at the hip i don't think there's gonna be one or the other that goes before the other simply because of the arena shares mm-hmm. in most yeah. of the cities um baseball i mean if you threw a baseball game today, would you even notice a difference in the crowds? <laughs> baseball what? <laughs> um, MLS would probably be the only one, but it, I don't know. You aren't going to win a lot of people over with soccer. They aren't already there after, what are we, 15, 20 years in MLS? 20. Yeah, if they aren't there by now, likelihood is they're not going to be there anytime soon, so they're not going to win. And uh, yeah, that's about it right now. March mm-hmm. Madness is over and done with. So before it even got a start. Yeah, and you know, I really do. Sidebar: I really do feel for those kids in that in that aspect because some of them, that's as big as it's going to get. That's their opportunity. That's you know. I know the NCAA is considering um, allowing the seniors to come back next year and be like quote unquote super seniors. Yeah, I I saw that they were extending eligibility for some, but I didn't see that if they're going to do anything for the seniors. But you know, how is that going to work if some of those kids are going to end up getting drafted? And I, uh, you know, it's all going to be messy. It is, but all you know of what? It. The sun's going to come up, the sun's going to go down, and the world's going to continue to turn. The mm-hmm. stock markets will rebound, you know. Eventually. Every, eventually. <laughs> everything will, you know, we'll get through this. Oh, my God, Jim Schoenfeld. <laughs> I decided to turn on the classic 75 Sabres Flyers game, and there's old Shawnee. Big old ginger-haired looking giraffe out there oh yeah see i think of him as a coach that's my i know that's my mental picture of him so well see this is you got to educate the kids let them know that sean feld was a player in his day oh no you just assume that everybody used to be a player in their day (laughs) you don't have to think about it this is the nhl after all this is true except when you look at bruce boudreau and barry trotz you go how could they have ever played and then you find out that Bruce Boudreau was in a slap shot. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you'll be reminded of that every time Pete Weber tweets. <laughs> or Merrick. He was in slap shot. Uh, so how gimmicky is everyone going to get in the next seven days? Because what? sports talk radio is... They can only talk about this stuff at nauseum while everything's basically at a standstill and it's going to be status quo for a while. 
everyone's going to be trying to come up with if if season begins on date X, what's the format? What what happens? How many games are left? Oh, I'm already sick of that conversation of what's you know what can we do for the playoff? What's what's this going to uh, no? Just what's stop. this going to look like? I, I hate that. The only the only question I like is how chaotic can we make it? Like, See, I think that if they call the season, call playoffs, they ought to just put names of the teams in a hat and pull one out and call them the Stanley Cup winner. Your 2020 Stanley Cup champion Detroit Red Wings. Lottery pick. We'll do a lottery pick for the... Uh, there you go. For the, well, hey, for the bracket. A 30-team bracket and Detroit automatically gets first overall. No, no, you that, do that's it. one I've already. No, no, for the Stanley no, Cup. Inverted, inverted, first yeah. overall, inverted. For the Stanley Cup. Right. You you take a look at the standings and you do it like the draft lottery in reverse, right? Mm-hmm. That's you, what you, you do. You put all you know, Buff or uh, who's uh, Boston's President's Trophy lead right now, right? Correct. Yeah. So they have a twenty-three percent chance of winning the Stanley Cup. Okay. Second place team. Second place team has twenty, and you work your way down, and you put all the balls in, and you do just like you do the draft lottery, and then you have Bill Daly come out right with the cards, <laughs> and then you know you're going through, and it's you do the big thing, and and you know, and in fifteenth place, it you know, and in fourteenth place is, and then bada boom, you start you know whittling out oh my god the bruins fell to 15th oh no that means you know hey see, see? I, solved it. I, 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 there you go i mean what can i say <laughs> we solved Although, could could we spin it a little way so where we could see some sort of live drawing on air with you know the numbers of they have this much chance left after each ball gets popped oh, up. Oh yeah, like poker. Cause yeah, yeah. yeah. So so you invert the process a little bit. Yeah. Where you, there's only one drawing, and you create multiple drawings to say. Yeah. In last place, and you work your way up, and and then you eventually get to these two teams have a 50-50 chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you have cameras and all the team captains. Yeah. Oh, team from, ca- from, I, wait, 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 wait. From their homes because they're being yes. responsible, self-quarantined. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's what I, exactly. Oh, uh, you mean we can't get Will Ferrell there after all? Oh, th- there were rumors going around last week that he was going to represent, I think, the Kings. Or the Kings wanted him to be the their representative for the draft lottery. Mm. Uh, the, um yeah, you can tell by Cassie and Mai's reaction to that are probably opinion on that whole thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's all pick a local celebrity or not so local celebrity. And, and yeah. I, I believe tempered is probably too mild of a word. <laughs> muted. <laughs> muted probably covers. Yeah. No. No. Because we'll end up like they did with the with the celebrity captains, right? Except, uh, except Pittsburgh can't trot out Mr. Rogers as their celebrity captain again. Oh, but they can. Hologram technology does exist. <laughs> Holographic. Mm. Tom uh, Hanks. They can trot out Tom Hanks. Uh, not right now. They can. No, sure not right can. now. Virtually. 
Virtual. Well, they could they could do it over camera again because he is oh. quarantined. Wait or he is quarantined. I got it even better. The rendering technology at Pixar. You can turn him into Woody, and he can VO it from from the quarantine that they're in in Australia. Ah, there you go. Hey. And 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 here we go. Here we go. I've got it. Ow. I've got it. Buzz Lightyear is a big Michigan guy. He could do it for the Red Wings. Okay, I like where this is headed. So now you got Buzz and Woody. Yeah, yeah. See, see. Or, or you could get Rob Paulson, who's a big Detroit Red Wings fan, and he could do Yakko Warner. Ah, you just had to figure out how uh, how to get Animaniacs in here, didn't you? I did. You know what? I don't blame you, as I'm a God, big Animaniacs fan too. God bless it all. I did, and I'm just I'm loathing the fact that I going to end up having to get Hulu probably. <clears throat> so, um, I was actually thinking it would be really funny if, and I almost, not that it was going to garner any attention, but just start a Twitch stream and broadcast NHL 20 games that you just let the CPU play. <laughs> including the commentary and crap. At this point, that'd probably be big. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just pull up the schedule you know, you set up a you set up a Twitch stream and you just you know like a Twitter poll or something and say which game do you want to see played and you just stream it mm-hmm. and just let it go CPU to CPU action. <laughs> You'd probably get a whole lot of viewers on that one. I probably would. I was thinking I'd do it for my Seattle Sockeyes. <laughs> gooey ducks. Yeah, go go gooey ducks. <laughs> which there were a number of questions about. Um, what was this going to do to the naming? Because they said they were going to announce the name of the team. Like, I think it, the way I saw it, it was probably going to land in the break between the regular season and the first game of the playoffs. They were going to do it, mm-hmm. so they so they wouldn't be in the news cycle. Um, and now everyone's like, "Oh, great, we're not going to get a name until next year." <laughs> they won't wait that long. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, you know, they could start making money with merchandise. Why would they wait that long? Right, and and to which I would say, well, guess what, kids? You've got the entire news cycle to yourself right now because the NHL is not doing anything. Right. Exactly. So you want to generate some hockey news, get that thing going. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Everybody would latch on to that. Yeah. <laughs> you. I mean, it would be the thing, right? Basketball's not going to announce any new franchises. Baseball's, you know, not going to announce any new franchises. Give them something new to talk about instead of just how everything's postponed or how some franchise owners are complete tightwads and others like Mark Cuban aren't. <laughs> yeah, own own the news cycle, man. You know, mm-hmm. the way the whole David Ayers thing took off, you, ha- you built some momentum, you kind of are losing it now. How do you get it back? Announce your next franchise name. And merchandise and start having it go on sale. Although the sale part might be bad because manufacturing. Ooh, there is the sticky wicket. Well, you can always have a pre-order set up. True. Pre-order it now with the fact... And at least it shows some social... Consciousness. Consciousness (laughs) that, hey, we realize the situation. Let's wait till the dust settles. But this is the NHL we're talking about, and this will get fumbled, as you've seen by all the great 
great new products people are getting in the mail from fanatics <laughs> oh. oh thank you for going down this path <laughs> oh I have a, a friend of mine down in San Jose who has been on this pretty much from day one since the deal with Fanatics was announced. He went into the San Jose Shark Store, which is now run and owned and operated by Fanatics, and you can't find two t-shirts that are the same color teal. Nice. In the same style, right? So they'll have a particular design and a jersey of a player. Good luck finding two that are of that style and player number that are the same color teal but the ones the ones the ones lately have been epic oh my god oh yeah i saw i saw someone on twitter their grandparents or their parents had gotten them a um a canes jersey and they ended up with a calgary jersey pat go ahead this is I, the one that I, killed I, me. I'm staring at the picture. It is a Adidas jersey, no less. Captain C of the Calgary Flames. Number 30 on the back with the last name of one Mr. Brady Shea. Who <laughs> never played for the Flames. Never wore number 30 and is currently... A member of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. They did get the lettering correct I, that for the my, Hurricanes. That's my favorite part. But what makes it worse is, all right, you would think this would be a templated Mark uh, Giordano jersey, but he doesn't wear number 30 for Calgary. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they have a messed up captain's letter. Because it is not the, you know, it is not look like the italicized font. It just looks like same font, but just in a uh, normal style. That is the best part. <laughs> the, mean, name, the name plate is in the Carolina font. The number, the number is in the Calgary font. <laughs> and the C is not. It almost looked, the C almost looks like it was one of the, Dallas Stars Mooderous third colorings, but I have to go double check on it again. Yeah, it was it was definitely off. And oh, uh. there, was, there was another one where someone was getting a jersey, I think for a St. Louis Blues player. No, and other way around. It was a it was a it was a, a, a Rangers jersey, and on the back was Peter Angelo. That that there. There you go. At least that I <laughs> I know how that happens. <laughs> I mean, it was the it was the St. Louis font, St. Louis colors for Pietrangelo and twenty seven, and then the front was the was the Rangers blues with the Ranger down the front. It's just like, oh my god, these people are awful. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to ask yourself: Are they doing this on purpose, or? <laughs> I don't know how and or why one would. Um, it, I mean, unless you follow the old, there's no such thing as bad press model. Even then, uh, I mean, now you're gonna, unless you're looking for people, 
<laughs> unless you're looking for people to joke by things, hoping that they get, you know, these sort of um, Franken monstrosities <laughs> by accident. Oh, oh my goodness. I hate this league so much, and yet I love it so much. <laughs> you know, I, th- I think when they announced that deal, everyone and their dog, um, uh, because Fanatics was doing NBA for a long time. A- a- anyway, er- everyone was like, "Oh, oh, don't do this! Don't you know? You're gonna, you're gonna wish you hadn't done this." People were warning us, you know, it was sort of like, why? Oh, no, this will be, oh, no, it's not fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's not okay. Yeah, unless I can buy directly from Adidas or inside the team shop, I'm not touching it. (laughs) Which makes my hunt for a uh, a way Leon Dreisaitl very difficult because you cannot get those in the U.S. Thankfully, I have friends in Edmonton. necessary you're looking for an away dry sidle i may be have you finally come to octung Babyland? no <laughs> no i've been here all along i'm just quiet on the internet these days oh okay okay fine fine be that way yeah um well hell okay i didn't have anything else <laughs> Should we start? Should we start taking bets as to uh, um, how soon they're going to call the season? <laughs> no, not, not expectations of what they're going to do, but just like throwing dates out there—the end by date. No, I, I think we should. I think we should just probably list uh, one recommendation each for something to kill the time. Hmm. And I'll start. If you have HBO or HBO Go, McMillions. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to subscribe mainly for that. It will break your brain. I mean, it it you would think it would have been a huge story, but it got buried because they announced it in August 2001, and we all know what happened after that. So the entire fallout of this story obviously got buried. Mm-hmm. So it's been very interesting because it was publicized. It was covered in the press, the whole nine yards, but good luck finding it. You're, you know, you're on page 15 with some of this stuff. So there was a lot of information in there that I'm like, oh, oh, crap. I never heard about that part of it. So, yes, McMillions by far and away. It's the one show that I was like week to week going, ah, hurry up with the next one. Hurry up with the next one. That's my recommendation of the week. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll cheat and I'll throw two in. Um, I've been watching uh, Lego Masters with the kids on Fox. And it's hosted by Will Arnett because he, you know, was because in the Lego. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but he only did that bit on like the intro you know the first 10 minutes of the first episode and then that's it good but it's actually been kind of entertaining and some of the crazy things that these people are building it just blows my mind like this past episode it was like a driving themed week and one of the challenges was building a bridge 
Multiple teams built bridges out of Legos that could support more than 1,000 pounds in weight. Nice. Sweet. And the bridge, it's a, there's only six feet in between the, the two pillars and just some of the craziness that they come up with. And they totally buy into the, this is kind of a fantasy reality show. Yeah. So we're just going to throw twists and turns. And there is a really good twist and turn coming up next week okay. from the preview. So it's a fun watch for, for the kids in the family. Added to the queue. Also jigsaw puzzles because that's how I kill time when I don't want to look at a screen. Good man. All right, so I'm gonna go old school, and I'm gonna recommend a book, which I know is shocking. <laughs> a book, a book, book, yeah. Um, is that the stuff they used to, the the stuff they used to make toilet paper out of? It's similar, but it's oh. not quite the same. Okay. All right. So um, I'm not just going to go old school by the entertainment, the mode of entertainment, but also the age of the book. So um, I tend to read sci-fi fantasy, and I'm going to recommend um, Roger Zelazny's Great Book of Amber which is actually 10 books in one. It's about a thousand pages. It'll take you forever to read, but highly entertaining and it is easy to read. So um, it's it's a, it would take too long to explain the story, but on Goodreads, it has a 4.31 rating out of five stars. Ooh, okay. All right, I'll have to look into that. Although all my public libraries have just shut down, so I have the ebook version. I can email you oh. if that is something that you're interested in. Yeah, I'll have to look into maybe it look after. it up and see what see what you think. All right. Hmm. So as as much as these distractions will be nice, we've been way too programmed to ignore hockey entirely because we we like to self-inflict pain upon our on our psyches because we keep coming back to this dumb league time after time again. So it makes me wonder, okay, if the NHL network to get their leap together and actually show a, let's say, a semi-recent game or one game from this season. What is the one game you would like to re-watch tomorrow? Follow us on Twitter at 3v3podcast. This has been the 3v3podcast, sponsored by Nobody. <laughs>